everybody, and welcome to I Don't Know About That. Hey, Wayne, how you doing? Hello, Steve. How are you? Well, I'm doing pretty good. Um, we're uh, just winding up the week here on a Friday afternoon. It's a Friday afternoon. And it is beautiful. sky. It's going to be a great weekend. You can't ask for better weather in Houston, Texas. So my little hometown of Canton, Texas this week. Yeah. Grandkids yeah. sent me pictures of snow. In Canton, in Texas. Canton, Texas. And wow. then, uh, I was down here enjoying the weather like this. Yeah. Well, it's been great. It's been great. Well, we're back and we're here to give a little market update. A lot of things have happened since um, the last time we were on the air here. Uh, let's see. We've got uh, we've gone through an impeachment and an acquittal. What do you think about that, Wayne? Do you have any uh, funny anecdotes you want to <laughs> tell well, about the impeachment? Well, I had a joke. And Kayla said it was so old school. Warning, warning, it was so warning, bad warning. That, it, you know, it was about some ice cream. And it was like peach ice cream with a little bit of mint sprinkled on top, you know. And they're no longer serving it in Washington. <laughs> it's the lack, lack of impeachment. So, so they're all Kayla's out of laughing huh? at me, mm-hmm. not at the joke. Yeah. <laughs> oh, believe me, she's not laughing at the joke. <laughs> So, yeah, so our president has gone through, he's, it's an interesting week. He had a, an acquittal, a state of the union, a tearing up of the speech by Speaker Pelosi. That was fun to watch. Wow. She looks like she's eating prunes all the time, doesn't she? <laughs> and what's your opinion on that? Oh, well, I mean, it's the truth. Well, okay. So, and then also we've got uh, something that actually is affecting our business, and we'll get to that in a second, but it's the coronavirus, which is sadly, a lot of people have lost their lives, and that is that is not something pretty serious and, yeah, and scary. You, know, you hear the news, and I'm hearing things like, is China actually reporting or, or un, you know, reporting under-reporting, under-reporting deaths, numbers yeah. coming out of there? My guess then, is uh, yes. Is there and and then also about you know just products that the Chinese make that are shipping into the U.S. Uh, other than OCTG type products, is there is, you know, are we starting to see that uh, that stuff start to dry up a little bit, or lead times on that kind of stuff start to go out? Well, it's certainly. I mean, it had an impact. It's had an impact on oil prices. Right. Um, when we were recorded this, the last time we did this, I don't know about that. Price of oil was about fifty eight, and now we're down to fifty. I know it. That's a gigantic drop. That's a little alarming. Uh, it's very alarming. The other thing, and and of course, natural gas is. It's not doing well either. Yeah. Uh, what about a buck eighty five today? And yeah, you can. The, the problem with that too enough. is we haven't seen a lot of our uh, customers uh, set their budgets yet. You're right. I think that I think a lot. Yeah, that's a good point, Wayne. That's that's a lot of our um, the oil and gas drillers are they're not even sure what they're going to be spending this year and here we are into february yeah and we got 50 dollar oil so what kind of impact does that have on their drilling plant it has uh, a, yeah and the fact that all of our customers are really trying to get, become more fiscally responsible i guess i don't know if that's what the, how they would say it but i know uh everybody's drilling to cash flow making sure that they're not levering up to drill more wells and so obviously $8 drop in oil is going to have an impact on what they're going to do for this year. Yeah, and, you know, some of the guys are hedged or went out and, and, and have tried to hedge. Uh, but then you talk about these guys that 
come in to say they're only going to drill like six wells this year or they're going to drill four wells, take a break, and then come back and drill four more. Those guys aren't hedged. Yeah. And so they're fought, you know, they're, whether or not they're going to drill that extra four wells uh, is highly dependent upon the price of oil. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 a really good point. Well, let's uh, digress a little bit and talk a little bit about things that affect OCTG and start off with uh, maybe some raw material and issues on that and how, how are things looking on on hot roll coil and uh, things of that nature that we normally talk about? Yeah, I think about a week ago we talked about the fact that hot roll coil prices uh, were going up. There were price announcements by the new cores, the SDIs, Big Rivers. All, well, Big Rivers owned by U.S. Steel now, but price increase announcements were out there. Out there. there there's a portion of that that is stuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw hot roll coil this week at about five ninety eight. Uh, and so, you know, in our predictions and our, and, and sitting and looking at some of the forecasts from that we're getting, uh, from some of these guys that are the producers out there, we think that hot roll coal is going to peak in February, uh, maybe early March, and then we'll see, uh, a flattening at that point in time. And so the hot roll coal has gone up. Uh, there's a portion of those prices that have stuck and they've, Pass those price increases along to the uh, ERW manufacturers out there right now. Yeah, it, we. I think one thing that supports your argument that prices will flatten is, I don't know if it, uh, it's really a trend yet, but we have seen some in- indications that um, that uh, the prices of hot roll coal in the U.S. may be outpacing the coal prices and on the export market. Yeah, we watch that to see what's going on with China and Europe and so forth. And you're right, we've seen those markets slow down. And so, uh, and again, not to blame everything on coronavirus, but certainly that has had an impact on some of the economic activity in the world, which yeah. could certainly impact that those those uh, international coal prices too. You're right. Which right. will have uh, ultimately have an impact on U.S. coal prices, and that's probably why we're thinking they're going to flatten out. And the deal with it too, Steve, is you know if the guys are ordering coals now, they're probably ordering uh, April coal, mm-hmm. and so the impact of that will be on the their uh, production in May, uh, April and May, from mm-hmm. some of the ERW mills. So you know the ERW guys and the seamless guys. Uh, from an OCTG standpoint, have announced price increases as well. Mm-hmm. And there's some of that that is stuck as well. So I think we're going to see through the second quarter, uh, these price increases are are there to stay through the quarter uh, and perhaps maybe even flattening out going into Q3. Yeah. Well, we've we on the on, definitely on the spot basis, we've seen – uh, the mills, the pipe mills, really try to push those prices up, and uh, and I think their order book can right now at least as it stands, their order book kind of can support that. Uh, the mills have a pretty robust uh, order book right now. Uh, the lead times from a lot of the mills is the April time frame, uh, especially if you're a seamless mill. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems as if uh, they're having a, a, a fairly uh, robust order book with the number of shifts they're running. Uh, Kayla and I, uh, in the last uh, few days, where she had put some information together about uh, mill utilizations, and we knew that Q3 and Q4 was moving downward, and we're going to see Q1 uh, trend upward uh, on these utilizations. So the the mill bookings are good 
right now mm-hmm. from that standpoint uh, based on the number of shifts that the mills were running or what lines they've got up and running. Yeah, I think they're, they're getting healthier and a lot of the the improvement in their order books and the health of the mills. Uh, so I, I still think if you were to ask the mills, they still have a long way to go. But some of the improvement also is the reduction in inventory. OC. We talked about that last time, but there you you do you do feel a little bit of a difference in the market with regards to inventories and inventories I think are maybe more in line with the demand would you I would say so I mean if you just honestly look at our order book we're ordering to what we're consuming and so uh, we're not trying to drive our inventories down uh, further than where they are right now we've got them fairly healthy I think a lot of the other distributors are in the same boat this time last year we were not in that boat yeah and so we had to go through the entire year of trying to pull our inventories down in a market that was de- that was declining and that that's that you know, you and I know that 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 uh, that's not good for any of us right. in, in the in the in the industry, and now that the uh, inventories seem to be more in line, I think the uh, distribution network is going to be cautious like we are going forward, yeah, and not trying to get too far ahead of this thing, and uh, just keeping our order book where it needs to be, and if the mills. Uh, can keep a fairly robust order book, then it'll flatten out and stay steady. So that's that's kind of a nutshell account of the supply side, which you know is a, is a little rosier than it certainly was uh, before. Um, on the demand side, I think the uh, the crystal ball has gotten even cloudier. That's that's the problem right now. I mean, uh, uh, we were at uh, we we this week. I think uh, we just got today that they uh, from. Uh, the rig count was zero from a standpoint of moving one way or another. It yeah. just remained steady. Uh, so but it had declined, I think, the previous It had declined the previous two weeks. Because I think it's been a couple of weeks since we've done one of these. So, yeah, it's uh, it declined, and now it's flat. So it's still below, well, according to Baker Hughes, it's still below 800. Right. And uh, that's uh, that's a pretty pretty bad rig count. Uh, with if you're an OCTG manufacturer or or distributor, absolutely. I mean, we like to see that rig count get up to eight fifty, eight seventy five, somewhere in that range, maybe even closer to nine hundred. And the question is, is it going to get there? Well, yeah. And we again, it's last time we were talking. It was I think we kind of felt confident that it might, but things have things change quickly in the oil and gas industry now. And because all those customers are drilling the cash flow, uh, uh, an $8 drop in oil prices, it could very well impact uh, that demand side significantly in the U.S. Um, so again, uh, you know, it remains to be seen where the oil prices are going to go, commodity prices are going to go, but certainly um, I think maybe we're a little bit less confident in a in a in a rob- uh, maybe not robust but an improving forecast on well, the demand side. And, and the bottom line is we got to be nimble. We have yeah. to be able to adjust week to week, uh, certainly month to month, but almost week to week around here. And being nimble and being able to uh, make those adjustments, keep ourselves he- healthy, uh, keep really in tune, and have the relationship with the customers so that we can communicate well with them to figure out 
what their next move is is critical uh, for all of us. Yeah, you can you can feel it in the market. And those of you that are listening that participate in the market, I'm sure you feel the same thing. Is there is an incredible amount of cautiousness, um, not not like I've seen um, in a in a market that should be getting better, but. Uh, I'm, I'm likening back to, you know, even a year ago, uh, there was people that were buying pipe a lot more robustly uh, then with the expectations of improvement. That didn't happen. Uh, obviously, everything kind of fell apart in 2019 um, throughout the year. Uh, and I think people are really, really cautious right now that that could happen again. And so I think caution is 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 certainly the name of the game. Absolutely. And again, I want to stress, I mean, this is we, we, we've said it before in the past. This is a relationship business and being able to have that close tie of communication with our customer base to keep us so that we make the right move and the timing is proper on our end uh, to keep supporting them as a customer is very, very critical. And, you know. That's one thing I like about this business. It is a relationship business, and uh, we got a pretty good relationship with our customer base. Uh, that the distribution network, I think, as a whole, uh, supports that relationship uh, model. Yeah, no, I, I I agree with that. I agree with that. It's, um, but yeah, it's yeah. We'll see. We'll. See. I guess it remains to be seen. Well, we're going to try to do these more regularly because I think things are changing so quickly. Um, as we've just seen the last couple, two or three weeks, it's, there's, it's, it's a different world out there than it was back then. Um, like I said, it's, uh, it's the, the, the market, the OCTG market is moving at the speed of light relative to the way it normally, uh, moves. So we gotta, we will, hopefully we'll, uh, next, in the next couple of weeks, we'll be saying, Hey, things are going to be really, really great, but we'll see. It's. I think I'm going to have some ice cream this weekend. Some of that impeached, the peach mint. I mean, that's good ice cream. <laughs> that's some good <laughs> stuff. That's some good stuff. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening in. Uh, Kayla, is there anything that you need to say? Sorry, I'm dragging a microphone over here. Uh, no, but please subscribe to our podcast and rate and review. Uh, you can also reach me at marketing at blpipeco.com if you have any feedback or thoughts on topical topics. And you probably want to do that quick because uh, yeah. you're not going to be here much longer <laughs> before you go on maternity leave. So, And then this thing is going to come to a screeching halt for the probably about three or four months. <laughs> but We'll butcher it. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> we'll figure out how to screw this up. Yeah. So thanks, everybody, for listening. And everybody, have a great weekend. We'll talk to you soon.